0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in Minnesota football podcast hosted by me, Tony Liebert. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Liebert and TikTok and Instagram at Tony underscore Liebert. That is L-I-E-B-E-R-T. For today's episode, as we get closer to the return of college football, the NFL officially returned this week with uh, all 32 teams playing in their first preseason game, and we're going to talk about some former Gophers in the NFL, how many could make NFL regular season rosters, because it is important for the Gophers' college football program. Uh, Having... Players that have success in the NFL goes a long way in recruiting. And the Gophers right now are having incredible success in the NFL, which is something you haven't been able to say the past couple decades, in all honesty. So um, we're going to go through every player that has a chance to make an NFL roster, and then we'll close the show talking about the most important Gophers, current Gophers, for the 2023 season. All right, so right off the bat, we'll start with Rashad Bateman on the Ravens. Ravens have two Gophers, but um, probably one of the more notable Gophers players, obviously, in the NFL, former first-round pick. Um, He suffered a Liz Frank foot injury last season that held him out of a lot of games, and he was just elevated from the PUP physically unable to perform list last week on August 9th. Obviously, still recovering from injury, so he did not play in Baltimore's first preseason game. But uh, this is a big year for Rashad because entering now year three, he's only played in 18 total games. He's he dealt with a groin injury the first year, and then he dealt with the foot injury last year. So it's a big year. It's uh, a prove it year for him. Um, and the Ravens have new. Offensive coordinator Todd Munkin from Georgia. So that, I think, honestly, only could help Rashad because I believe Baltimore will pass the ball more. They'll spread it out a little bit more instead of that unique between-the-tackles QB like wishbone they were running um, in previous seasons with Lamar Jackson. But the Ravens did draft another wide receiver in the first round, Zay Flowers from Boston College, but he's more of an inside slot guy. Well, that is still Rashad's game. Um, He has more outside capability than Zay Flowers, so I don't think he will necessarily eat into Rashad's role, but it does tell you that the Ravens want to see some production from Rashad. Um, They used a high-value pick on him, and I think we're going to see his best year in the NFL – health is going to play a big role, but, um, I think we're in for a big year from him. Uh, next, uh, Daniel Falele, the other Ravens player entering year two, 23 years old. He was listed as the backup right tackle on the first depth chart behind, uh, veteran Morgan Moses. Um, Falele had a 65.5 PFF grade in the first preseason game, which I think was second or third for Ravens' offensive linemen in that game. Uh, Moses is a big-time veteran guy who's late 30s. So if Daniel improves dramatically throughout the season, he has a chance to, I think, start. But um, I think we could see another reserve role. Again, barring injury, though, he could jump right in there. Um, I think he's progress- progressing well. He was always going to be a long-term project, just given his unique skill set. Um, but I, I still think he's going to be in the NFL for quite a while and progressing well. His player still only 23 years old. Next, we have Terrell Smith, one of the uh, rookies that got drafted this season. Um, he did not dress in the Bears' first preseason game. He was drafted in the fifth round as, a reminder, 165th overall pick, and he's listed as a backup cornerback on the first-step chart. Um, I, I think he, sh- he should have a, a pretty, not serious role, but he'll have a role, I think, year one on the Bears' defense. Uh, they, they have a young defense, and with uh, their new head coach, Matt Eberflus, going into year two, they like playing their young players. They're kind of still in the rebuilding mode. So he's going to have a chance here, one. Um, obviously, it's going to be important for him to see the field. Not not playing in the first preseason game is not a uh, great thing. And uh, undisclosed reason for that. I don't know if it was injury or what, but um, it'll be fun to watch him progress. Staying in the NFC North, uh, Muhammad Ibrahim on the Detroit Lions signed as an undrafted free agent. Uh, we all know Mo, and he's. Uh, I'm. I'm going to be honest. I think he's going to have a tough road making the Lions roster this season. Um, at least the 65 uh, man roster. It's 65, right? I can't believe. Oh, uh, I don't know how many players are on an NFL roster. 53, 53 man roster still clearly still getting in the swing of football season, but, uh, he was listed fifth on the initial depth chart. Um, the lions have Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery one, two punch. Uh, those are going to be their two main running backs. And then behind him, uh, they did have Justin Jackson who retired recently this, uh, preseason. So that only is going to help Mo, but, um, He's listed behind Craig Reynolds and Jamar Jefferson currently on the depth chart. Uh, he, Mo only played six snaps in the first preseason game and had a forty-six point six PFF grade. He had four carries and nine yards, so not not the best film. But again, the preseason games are. Obviously, all film's important, but a lot of times the practice means more. And I'm not at the Detroit Lions practice, so I don't know how well he's practicing. And he is a rookie, and he's behind two other late draft pick undrafted guys who are veterans, which is expected early in the preseason. But um, I think best case scenario for Mo is that he falls on the Lions practice squad. Being that there's only four running backs in front of him, they clearly need depth at that position. And we all know Mo's a high-character guy, so I would not be surprised if that does happen. But um, he does have an outside shot of making the 53-man roster, I think. Um, but we all know how talented he is, so he, if he does get cut, there is a chance he falls on another roster um, and he he will have a couple opportunities in the NFL. Uh he was just too good of a college running back not to have more than one opportunity. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Hopefully he can get back on track in the uh second and third preseason games, put some better film on um on the camera, but um it'll be fun to watch how his career progresses um on to staying in the NFC North and uh, Green Bay Packers, Devondre Campbell, linebacker, one of the uh, probably the most veteran player, uh, Gophers player in the NFL. Um, he's entering year two of his new five-year, $50 million contract, um, and he's just been one of the best stories in the NFL the last few few years. Um, he is 30, so he is the oldest Gophers player in the NFL. He's not going to play much in the prison because he is a veteran guy. Uh, on the back end of his career now. Um, Him and Quay Walker, who's entering year two, are going to compete for that number one linebacker spot. Uh, And they used a high draft pick on Quay Walker, so I would assume the Packers want him, at least by the end of this year, to probably be that number one Mike linebacker. But Devondre is making a lot of money, so he's still going to be at least the Will linebacker or the Sam linebacker. And uh, so he's going to have a role uh, for a few more years. Still one of the best inside linebackers in the NFL statistically the past few years. So um, he's not going anywhere, but obviously he's not getting any younger. Um, and it's it's been a pleasure to watch his career develop, although he is on the Packers. And the last NFC North uh, player on the Vikings, Sezi Otomiwo who is entering year two, he was listed as the fifth defensive end on the initial depth chart for the Vikings. Um, He played 31 snaps in the first preseason game and had a 51 PFF grade. So um, I think his roster spot, he's not a guarantee by any means because he was a fifth round pick, not necessarily a premier pick, a day three guy. Still only 24 years old, though, but he's going to have to play up to his potential because his spot's not safe, but there's a higher chance that he makes the 53-man than he doesn't. So he'll be one that I think the next two preseason games will be important for, but still young, and we know the Vikings are kind of in like a half-rebuild right now. So um, they would obviously like to keep him around, but he's going to need to show his potential. Uh, another veteran guy, Blake Cashman, who is now in the Texans. He has been for two years. Um, he was listed as the starting Sam linebacker, number three on the first step chart. He's entering his fifth NFL season, still only 27 years old. He played nine snaps in the first preseason game for Houston, 72 PFF grade. His roster spot's pretty safe. Um, and... Uh, he'll he'll have a big role on that defense, um, kind of showing how good the um, Gophers linebackers are in the NFL. We'll get to another one, but there are three, maybe four, that will likely start in the NFL this year. So that is always good to see. But another uh, team with multiple Gophers, um, Eric Murray, is on the Houston Texans and he's currently listed as a backup free safety on the uh, first step chart. Veteran guy, 29 years old, so he's the second oldest gopher in the NFL. Um, he played 22 snaps in the first preseason game, had a 50.4 PFF grade. Um, he's kind of like a Sezi with his safety on his uh, roster spot. A Veteran guy, so you know... Uh, that the NFL is tough sometimes on those guys and his spot is not guaranteed. Um and they could probably save some money releasing him, unfortunately. Um but I do, would say that there the chances of him remaining on the Texans 53 man is higher than it is that it, he won't. So, but he still has to play well. Uh it is his eighth NFL season and unfortunately again, he's probably on uh, hit the peak of his career, and he's on the back end now. Uh, and hopefully he can get to another contract because that's what you want to see. And I don't want to be a Debbie Downer or, or anything, but I'm just telling you what I think is probably what it's looking like. Texans are a rebuilding team, though, so they do like veterans. They need veteran help. Um, But... Yeah, he he's going to be a reserve at this point of his career. That's just where he's at, and hopefully he can stick on that roster. Um, going to Tyler Johnson, who is probably the top performer out of all Gophers in the NFL in preseason week one. He had seven targets, which was a team high for the Rams, which is the team that he is on now. He's kind of bounced around. Five receptions, team high. 70 receiving yards, team high. He is still only 24 years old. We know he got drafted by the Buccaneers. He was released by them, signed on to the Raiders, released by them, now signed onto the Rams. Um, he was on the Texans in there too. I think it went Buccaneers, Texans, Raiders. Uh, he had the highest PFF offensive grade on the entire Rams roster, but he is currently listed as wide receiver seven on the depth chart. The Rams have Cooper Cup. We all know one of the best receivers in the NFL. Van Jefferson, they uh, used a premier draft pick on him, so they'll want to keep him around. Ben Skoranek, those are their top three guys that are automatic. Then they have Tutu Atwell, used a second-round pick on him. They're going to want to keep him around. They have Demarcus Robinson, a veteran guy who they signed in the offseason as a free agent. That's the guys that Tyler Johnson is going to be competing with. And um, they have one other rookie from BYU. His name escapes me, but um, it's going to be Tyler Johnson, DeMarcus Robinson, and that rookie from BYU uh, that he's going to be competing with. And when you put up a game like this, though, um, for a team like the Rams that are kind of in a weird spot right now, um, with like a semi, like half rebuild and a very weird roster, they're going to want to take. Ch- shots on guys like Tyler Johnson, so if he can put up another game and a third game like this and keep keep performing well in practice, he's only 24 years old, so he couldn't have done any better in this game, essentially, but he didn't play until the second half, so that tells you how much trust they have on him, but he's going to be firmly on the bubble. Uh, Games like this are going to go a long way in him making the team, but it's great to see a Gophers legend like Tyler Johnson making these plays in the preseason because he deserves to be on a NFL roster. We all know how talented he is, so it's great to see. Um, another team with multiple Gophers on the roster are the Saints. Uh, Chuck Aga just signed to them earlier this month after being released by the Packers. He's going to be firmly on the bubble, unfortunately on the roster bubble, Um, He's currently listed as the seventh and final offensive guard on their roster, Um, and to be honest, they probably brought him in just for a body and just for getting reps, but he has an opportunity to make an NFL team, not something that everyone has, so um, he'll be on the outside looking in, to be honest with you. I'm recording this podcast while the Saints are playing the Chiefs on Sunday afternoon, So I do not have his PFF grade on me. He probably will play in the second half. But hopefully he can make the roster. Maybe the practice squad, we all know. Um, If he does get released, he could get signed to another team. And uh, it'll be interesting to follow that. But the other Saints player was Jordan Howden, another guy who got drafted in last spring's NFL draft listed as the second strong safety on the first depth chart. Again, don't know how he's playing in Game 1 because um, recording this during their uh, game on Sunday. So, But it'll be fun to see how he plays uh, Year 1 because I think he'll have a chance to have a role similar to Terrell Smith does. And it's always great to see Gophers rookies in the NFL. Um, another team with multiple Gophers, the New York Giants, uh, Carter Coughlin, one of the veteran players now, um, entering his fourth NFL season. On their first depth chart, oddly enough, he was listed as the second middle linebacker. We all know when he was with the Gophers, he was more of a edge defender and rushed the passer. Um, while he's probably still more of an outside linebacker and a 3-4 defense um, he oddly was listed as middle linebacker too. Maybe they are seeing him at that position again. I'm not at the Giants' practice, so I don't know. But um, excuse me. In their first preseason game, he played 34 snaps, 63.3 PFF grade. Uh, solo performance, not a great performance. I think his roster spot is about 95 percent safe. Clearly, a guy the Giants like. He's been uh, he's had a role on their team. Just about all four years, so I think that will continue. He's a good special teams guy. Uh, He should stay on the roster in 2023, barring any extreme circumstance. But the highest drafted player from last spring's draft, John Michael Schmitz, the other gopher on the Giants. Not much to say about him. He's going to be one of the best centers in the NFL day one, in my opinion. He'll be a uh, top half starter. He'll be a top 16 center, I think and he has a chance to only get better than that. He's going to be starting for the Giants day one. It'll be fun to watch him develop in his NFL career. On to the only quarterback from the Gophers in the NFL, Tanner Morgan. Played in his first preseason game this weekend. Um, He went 5 of 8 for 36 yards and 1 interception. He was the 4th quarterback on the depth chart behind Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, and Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Again, not to be a Debbie Downer, he's going to be on the outside looking in here. Um, It would be very best-case scenario, he lands on the Steelers' practice squad. Um, He could, again, if he performs well in the preseason, there's a chance another team's like, ooh, we want him on our practice squad. Um, I would... Be very shocked if he made the 53-man roster, to be honest with you. But, again, you want to be positive. You, I want him to make the 53-man roster. I'm not uh, bashing him or anything. It's just when you come in as an undrafted free agent and you're behind a first-round quarterback, a second-round quarterback, and a first-round quarterback, pretty tough. Um, so the preseason games are a very important film for him because, who knows, this could be his only chance. So he needs to put good film on tape. Uh, we do know that he did get drafted into the USFL, so he always has a chance to go there, or go to the XFL. I do not, th- I think his pro career is far from over. Um, he is talent. There's not that many talented quarterbacks, um, in, in, uh, football. And they're now with the secondary leagues like the XFL and the USFL, there's a chance for him to have a solid pro career. So, um, I think his story is far from over, but hopefully he can put together a better performance in preseason week two, and hopefully he can last through the preseason because those game reps are so important for a player like him. Probably the second best performing uh, gopher, maybe the first from the preseason, is Boye Mafé. Uh, P. Carroll said that Mafé is... Uh, Probably appears to be the most improved guy from last year. That was his quote, um, and he is outside linebacker one on the first step chart. Entering year two, we know his second-round pick in 2022. Uh, he played 25 snaps in the Seahawks' first preseason game, 74.7 PFF grade, two tackles, one QB hurry. He, he has a He's a breakout candidate this year, I think. He could be a double-digit sack guy. We all know how high his potential is, and it's great to see the coaching staff notice that as well and realize he could be in for a big year two. Um, another team with multiple gophers, the Buccaneers. Um, co Keith entering year two. Uh, impressive year one as a rookie coming in, in a, as a late-round guy like that. Rob Gronkowski gone. Um, Keith is tight end two on the depth chart. Behind Cade Otten, who is more of a receiving threat, I really think it's more of a 1A, 1B. Co'Keefe's going to have a long career in the NFL because run-blocking tight ends are something that is still very valuable in a lot of offenses, especially one like the Buccaneers with Byron Lefwich. Is he still their offensive coordinator? Um, No, he is not their offensive coordinator. That's what I thought. Uh, but I would assume they pro- Todd Bowles is still going to. We're on a pretty similar offense. They hired Dave Canales, uh, who was the quarterbacks coach for the Seahawks. Interesting. Learn something new every day. Uh, but Cole played 21 snaps first game. 74.8 run blocking grade. One of the best run blocking tight ends in the NFL. It's going to stick around for a while, and this year will be no different. Antoine Winfield Jr., maybe the best player on this list. Uh, I did not play in preseason game one. And uh, I think the question now is, is he going to take the next step and be all pro? Um, I think there is definitely a chance that he could be. He is definitely one of the best safeties in the NFL. There's no doubt about that. He's only shown that um, throughout his career, entering year four now um he made a pro bowl but uh, can he make first female pro i think that's a question and um still only 24 years old so he's gonna have a long career in the nfl much like his father did and it'll, it'll be fun to watch uh the final team with multiple gophers on the roster the tennessee titans uh jack gibbons one of the best uh Stories on this list, a lot like Devondre Campbell, just a remarkable journey from where he started collegiately to where he is now. How uh, Campbell was a JUCO guy, went to the Gophers, now a starter. Jack Ibbins, Abilene Christian, FCS guy, transferred to the Gophers, and he was is now a starter on the uh, Titans' first step chart, year two, as an undrafted free agent, remarkable journey. Only 24 years old. Listed as a starter, like I said. So he could be in for a big year or two, trying to earn that first, big, second contract. So this is a big year for him. Um, played 11 snaps in the first preseason game, 61.7 PFF grade. Titans clearly like him. Mike Vrabel said great things about him. So he'll be a great story to watch this season. And Thomas Rush, um, outside linebacker, edge rusher from the Gophers. Listed as outside linebacker 7 on the first step chart, but he played very well in the first preseason game. 26 snaps, 78.4 defensive PFF grade, which is third best on the team, two tackles, one QB pressure. He'll be on the bubble, unfortunately. It's just how it's going to be. But if he continues to put games like, together like that, like Tyler Johnson did, he'll be in the NFL. Might be on the Titans practice squad. Might be on a different team. But when you perform that well, you're going to stick around for at least another season. And he did about as good as he could do, 23 years old. It'll be fun to watch him. Lastly, wrapping up here, Benjamin St. Just on the Commanders. Um, Starting outside cornerback on the first step chart. He's been a starter for a couple years now, entering year three. 25 years old. And the thing for him is just taking that next step because he will be on the Commanders for as long as they want him to be, and as long as really St. Juice wants to be. But now it's getting to the second contract. Again, such a big thing in the NFL. And uh, he's shown he's a starting caliber player, but can he be a Pro Bowl caliber player? Can he be one of those shutdown corners, taking the next step now uh, alongside Kendall Fuller? No reason he can't be. Now it's just about showing it. Um, yeah, so that is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 Gophers in the NFL. That's some great podcasting, just hearing me count, uh, count out loud. But, so that's 20 Gophers in the NFL. And I would say, um... At least 15 of them are going to be on NFL rosters. Thomas Rush will be on the bubble. Tanner Morgan will be on the bubble. Chuck Filiaga will be on the bubble. Muhammad Ibrahim will be on the bubble. So that's four firmly on the bubble. And then, like I said, the uh, Asezi Otomiwo and Eric Murray are... Firmly on the roster, but not guarantees. So anywhere from 14 to 16, I think uh, Gophers will be on 53-man rosters. So that is a remarkable improvement from what it was maybe five years ago when uh, there was five or less Gophers in the NFL. That's a great thing for recruiting. Only going to help the Gophers in the future under P.J. Fleck. Great thing to see. All right, to close the show, I wanted to mention five of the most important players or positions for the Gophers heading into this year. This won't be too long, I just quick segment. Uh, at number five, Ariante Ursary, who I think will be a major reason if the Gophers' offensive line plays well or plays poorly on the year. I think he is the highest potential guy on that offensive line. you got Ursary, Tyler Cooper, Nathan Bowe, Quinn Carroll, and Martez Lewis. Ursary probably has a chance to be the highest drafted NFL guy. None of those fives are guaranteed to play at the next level, and if Ursary takes that big step forward at left tackle, I think that's going to kind of be the straw that stirs the drink on that whole offensive line. So if he takes that big step up, I think that's going to be what makes the Gophers' offensive line good. A lot of question marks on that group, but I think he is the most important one. The fourth most important player or position, I think, is the second outside cornerback spot. The Gophers when the transfer portal, added Elon transfer, Trayvon Jones, and Georgia Southern transfer, Tyler Bride. Who's going to step up? Who's going to be the CB2 behind Justin Wally? Both guys, I think, will play a lot this season. But if one of those guys takes a big leap forward, and establishes themselves as a above-average starter at that position. The Gophers' defense is only going to improve and take that next step with a lot of these moving parts we saw in the offseason. At number three, another defensive position, linebacker two. Very similar spot to the cornerback two. Um, Cody Lindenberg will be the number one Mike linebacker, middle linebacker. He'll be calling plays. He'll have the green dot on his helmet. But at number two, the Gophers brought in Western Michigan transfer Ryan Seelig, And a lot of young guys are making some noise, too. Joey Gerlock from Minnetonka entering his redshirt freshman year. Maverick Baranowski, another redshirt freshman. Uh, Devin Williams, guy who's been with the roster for a while. Lucas Finnessy. Who's going to step up at number two? I think Seelig probably has the upper hand, given his uh, experience and time played at the fbs level but by the year's end joey gerlock could be the guy who is one of those surprise players this year so that'll be a fun race to watch heading into the rest of fall camp and the early season at number two i have running back zach evans um i think the gophers running back position sean tyler will have a role all season just too talented of a player but he's not a bell cow guy so he's not going to get 20 carries a game he'll get a little work out of the backfield he'll be a versatile guy behind him you have Bryce Williams who's a veteran guy if the Gophers did release a depth chart he'd probably be number two right now just based on his experience but Zach Evans has a chance to be the Muhammad Ibrahim bell cow I don't think he will be this year but Sean Tyler's not returning so Halfway through the year, if Evans continues to play well and make, his role gets bigger and bigger and bigger, that's going to be what again helps the Gophers running back room perform without Muhammad Ibrahim. They need a lot of bodies this year. Evans might be the most talented, and it will be interesting to watch him play. And then at number one, I have Ethan Kalique. Man, no explaining there. Quarterback most important position in all American sports and entering his first year as a starter. Don't really need to talk about him too much, but we all know how important his performance will be this year. But those are the five spots that I will be watching most intently in fall camp and heading into week one against Nebraska. And I think they will have the biggest impact on how well this Gophers team does. Well, That is all I got for you guys this week. I appreciate you listening. We are only less than three weeks away from the return of Gophers football, so I cannot wait. I know you all cannot wait. should be a great season. And as always, row the boat, Skyuma, and go Gophers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.